0: Hello, I am Dr. Roz from Scowl Fight for Your Rights. Are you looking to conquer the world but help people while you do it? May I present the solution to all of your problems? The Potaser! Yes, the Potaser is my own personal invention for conquering the world with easy home based electric goods. For just one complicated payment of two medium payments of three easy payments of 19.99, you can donate through Fractured Atlas to Scowl, Lathermageddon, and get your own, very own, very very own Potaser to Conquering the World. All donations that you make through Fractured Atlas are tax deductible, so if you are sick of dodging your taxes, you can just deduct them instead. Once again you can buy the Poteza for one complicated payment of two medium payments of three easy payments of nineteen ninety-nine. And help Scowl, Leathermageddon, become reality! Please be advised for your own personal safety. Please do not buy the potaser. Simply donate through Fractured Atlas. Do not, I repeat, do not buy the potaser. The potaser is not meant to be cooked, eaten, consumed in any way, shape, or form. It is not meant to be utilized in any way whatsoever and cannot be verified as safe by any American administration. Please, please, please do not buy the potaser. Simply send any donations through Fractured Atlas to Scowl Lattermageddon.
1: Is it transphobic? We'll be addressing issues of transphobia and transmisogyny.
0: We may also address issues of racism, classism, ableism, and various other intersectional issues in this podcast. So this is a trigger warning. The panelists on Is It
1: Transphobic will also use strong language. So listener discretion is advised.
2: everyone. This is Ashley, uh, producer of Visit Transphobic. And um, so right after we finished recording, my computer started doing this thing. And uh, I I think I explained this a while ago where it started boot looping, where it basically reboots itself. It says that it can't read the hard drive and then it reboots itself and then it goes into this cycle. Uh, Because of that, we're using the camcorder audio for this episode of Adam so I apologize for any audio issues it's fine honestly I have a really I'm very happy with it's a very inexpensive camera but the audio quality is fine it's listenable um, but this is going to be an even bigger problem for me uh, and that's thats totally fine I'm learning how to edit things on DaVinci uh, which is a free-ish software uh, that professionals use for video editing so i am I'm basically putting it together like that Uh, so I wanted to say that but I also wanted to give you a heads up in this discussion that AJ and I have on Adam we're only two people there are so many other so many other opinions that folks can have and should have about any piece of art Uh, and we are both two white Um, I know AJ is binary masculine I am non-binary feminine but at the same time there are perspectives that we are not talking about from this Uh, but we're also talking about issues of consent and consent violation we're talking about things like that that might not have been the intention of the filmmakers but are topics that we have to discuss as uh, basically uh, AJ feels that a lot of consent was violated in people entering certain spaces. So that said, FYI we're gonna have to talk about that when we're talking about Adam Um, but more than else the reason that I'm kind of going into a further detail of our discussion of this movie it became controversial to a lot of folks to even put out a movie like this and I think I want to say, and I know AJ agrees, we are very in favor of controversial art. I don't think that the filmmakers, we don't have any direct knowledge of the filmmakers, we've not had discussions with them, but I think they knew this was going to be a challenging piece based on a lot of the interviews that we saw, and it is. Um, and challenging is not always, it's its meant to be very hard, it's meant to ask a lot of questions. and. Whether you agree with how they did it or not, we are both very in favor of this piece existing. We are both very in favor of so many trans and queer artists moving forward with it. So whether you agree with what we have to say or not, please consider supporting it because it supports queer artists. But we are also completely in the understanding that there's certain things that, um, especially if you've looked into the looked into it from people who have seen it, that you maybe have a hard time viewing. Uh, so that said, hey, you do you. I'm just saying, check it out if you're able. Hello! Welcome to the Is It Transphobic Podcast. My name is Ashley Lauren Rogers. I use she, her, or they, them pronouns. And today I'm being joined by... Hey, I'm AJ Mattioli, filmmaker. Uh, he and him pronouns. And
1: I'm super excited to be uh, talking on the podcast today. Yeah, so this
2: is a movie. It is uh, a little controversial.
1: Yeah, a little bit. Little um,
2: bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's... So I got to see this at the IFC Center. Um, you... So let's just say it is the movie Adam, uh, based on a novel, um, but adapted from what I understand much better than the novel. Yes, I heard
1: the same. I've heard the same.
2: I've not read the novel. I've intentionally not read the novel just because I've heard it's a horror show. <laughs> um, and and I'm just we yeah. don't have to subject mm-hmm.
1: ourselves to that. You it's right? true, and, and that's why I'm not mm-hmm. watching the Dave Chappelle. I watched the the little bit of the Dave Chappelle program that was anti-LGBT, and I said, I'm not going to subject myself mm-hmm. to the rest of this. And sometimes we just don't have to put that emotional labor on ourselves. It's right? true. Yeah.
2: But I was drawn to this movie because it was directed by Reese who directed a number of episodes of uh, Transparent, and this is his, I believe it's his feature film debut. I'm That's what I've been seeing in a lot of of, articles. Definitely of of, Mm note,
1: like a lot of you know filmmakers have like other films under their belt, and then Mm -hmm. one blows up, and it's like that's really their premiere movie. Yeah, you know, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But transparent having that under his belt is Mm -hmm. very
2: nice. (laughs) Yeah. So the deal with this movie, uh, so there are a couple of things, and I took a lot of notes ahead of time just so that we can sort of talk about about it. The big thing that we want to do is I want to emphasize a couple of things before we start talking about the movie. Uh, First off, we are going to talk about spoilers. We, and I've talked about this with you, AJ, I believe off camera before, the idea that like, I think it's important to be able to talk about the full movie with spoilers because we are looking at it from an analytical perspective. And as a result, we can't analyze it if we're constantly being like, "Uh, I don't know, can we talk about that? Is it okay to say that? Um, but I think that's also why we don't do a lot of like pre movie premiere stuff. It's always like, okay, it's either just come through or, oh, okay, you can watch it now streaming. Yeah. Um, and. Well, this probably yeah. realistically won't be streaming on like a Netflix for no. at least like, realistically, like three
1: to six months. Yeah, just because of the way on. the business works. And it's yeah. also,
2: I think it's opening in. Not L.A., but there are a couple of different markets that it's also just opening in now. Okay. Uh, but it's outside, it's out of the New York market at this point. Um, but that said, the other things we want to emphasize, I, actually am friends with multiple people in the production, as well as the actors uh, that were in this movie. Not all the actors, obviously. That sounded like I'm friends with every <laughs> single one of them. I mean, the trans community is small in the <laughs> acting <laughs> theater world. But um, <laughs> uh, but I do have a number of friends that were a part of the production uh, in... A couple of different capacities so I wanted to state that just that yes I have that bias Um, that said we do have and correct me if I'm wrong on this we have no insider knowledge knowledge of the production of this movie no No. but we may discuss in our experience how a big ish budget and indie film is made Um, because I'm not sure exactly how this qualifies like, I forget if it's, because I think that it's all uh, a number of, like, indie um, production companies that were putting it together, correct? I'm actually
1: going to IMDb that okay. right now, because I, I am curious mm. to know on what the budget was. Yeah. Um, which I don't, I don't know. Okay. Um, I'm going to guess it was uh, 150000 but I also make movies for really cheap. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, well, you've, you've, you've had experience
2: on a number of other movies. Yeah. Well. Oh, I mean, like, like, yeah, I make mean, yeah, yeah. like like movies that
1: should be expensive, but for cheap. So, like, I could
2: do yeah. that movie for a dollars I could do it for two hundred <laughs> and a sandwich. Just like, no. that's, me. that's my mentality. You know. Um, uh, but yeah, but we have no insider knowledge of this particular production, but we may talk about our own experience working on larger productions. Yes. Um, and also. I will admit, and I have been very vocal about this on the podcast, I have a history of loving and having fond memories of very bad movies, very bad things that could be offensive. Uh, but I try not to necessarily... The thing that the, the only qualifier I will say to that is, A, that is not me saying that this movie is that, and B, that does not mean that I ignore these other pieces of media's offenses. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like I'll talk Are about it know. and I'll say, yep. Yep, it's,
1: yeah. I mean, I, I love, my favorite show is 30 Rock, and there's mm-hmm. plenty of transphobic and homophobic jokes within that series. So like, yeah, yeah, We like, still gotta get to that one. <laughs> there's a lot to unpack there. But yeah, I mean, I think, you know, we're, as people we're allowed to enjoy, we enjoy,
2: and not everything is a all-or-nothing, yes-or-no mm-hmm. kind of situation. Yeah. yeah. So before we get into spoilers about the movie, um, I also wanted to bring up, like, part of the reason that I really wanted to do this podcast now is because you were featured in the New York Times. I was, I uh, was. Your words. Very yeah. cool, very, very cool, yeah. So what was the experience like working with, and do you remember the the name of the, uh, person that I interviewed you? Uh, her name is Julia. Because mm. um, yeah. I can look it up as well, but, like, I, I did a little research on her as well, and I know she's written about a couple of, like, various queer things as well. Yes, yeah. And she's done it, because the New York Times has a habit of... Doing a lot of op eds that are very like, oh, this is meant to sound good, but it's actually just throwing queer and trans people into the fire. Yeah,
1: no. Um, mm-hmm. So it was Julia Jacobs, mm-hmm. um, and she found me. I'm not really sure how she found me, <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. but uh, she did, and found me on Instagram, and had me sent me the the film so I could watch it on you know, on my leisure, and take like notes. Of, screener, yeah, so. Like a pre Yeah, like a pre-screener. Mm-hmm. Um, this is where I could like pause it, rewind things, mm-hmm. take notes, and, and all that stuff. Uh, she was lovely. She didn't, um, there was no, it was the first time I was directly and correctly quoted mm-hmm. uh, in a major publication. Um, I've been quoted in other things, but uh, a bastardization of my, my words or some things were mm-hmm taken out of context, um, whereas the New York Times article was pretty much exactly what I said, um, which was really, really nice, and then she also took ideas of mine that we spoke about um, and had conversations with other people and informed a kind of, this is how people are feeling opinion, um, mm-hmm. which I really enjoyed. And I, and I don't think it was a rough piece on it, it was pretty, I feel, relatively fair. It wasn't mm-hmm. like, don't go and see it, and
2: it wasn't like, go and see it. It was a pretty, in my opinion, a pretty neutral kind of article. Yeah. You know, opinion piece. Yeah. Because, and I I will also sort of break tradition on this podcast and say particularly because it is, like, a fairly, a smaller movie, I want people to go see this movie, but I also want people to know kind of what they're in for. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, Um,
1: And that was a, a big thing that I wanted to quote that like I said it was it's hard to hate on this film mm. because it hired so many trans people. Um, mm-hmm. as you know, like, there's not many roles for, you know, um, especially not a ensemble film worth of trans people. So like, you know, yeah, more roles are coming into fruition and more people are writing those roles. Um, whether they should be writing them or mm-hmm. not is another, st- <laughs> is a whole mm-hmm. other story. Um, <laughs> but you know, they're writing differently, they're writing these roles, but like we're talking Five or six roles a year in major things. So to have a film with, you know, as many trans people as were in Adam is pretty amazing. You know, yeah. so it is hard to uh, hate on this film because mm-hmm. of that, because it kept so many of employed.
2: And that's the thing, there were so many trans, non binary, like, and just queer folks. Yeah. within the film. Within the film, um, yeah. And it's just so like, so for me, that was part of the reason I was just like, I gotta go see this movie. And yeah. even then, I was like, I gotta go see this movie. When's it opening? Because I was like, I'll go opening night. I'm, I'm excited about this movie, sure. And, uh, like, I was away. I was out of town oh, okay. throughout all of it. And I was just like, God, ah, okay. <laughs> well, when I get back, what? I'm seeing Got this to movie. Gotta see. <laughs> um, and that is one of the things that I noticed was like, it felt... Uh, like as far as the the atmosphere, as far as like the the atmosphere created by the people, it felt like a very queer movie. Yeah. yeah, And that is something that I can't necessarily quantify, other than just like seeing a lot of queer faces, particularly the queer faces that I recognized. Yeah. But like, well,
1: I think also the language, mm-hmm. like not all the language, some language mm-hmm. was a little problematic. Um, mm. But a lot. Of, it's nice to just hear how we speak on film. Mm -hmm. Um, which is nice, uh, you know, it's nice to, to see our stories and, you know, I think feeling queer is more, the movie felt queer is not only about who was seen, but just it was filmed in Brooklyn, which now in 2019 is a very, very queer neighborhood. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I felt very at home with the movie. So it felt a little more queer for a lot of reasons. Um, yeah, yeah, it definitely was queer as hell. Okay, I this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. was are just fine I'm like, mm-hmm. let's do
2: queer all day. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we, like I say, like I wrote down a lot more for this conversation. Um, I'm curious. So can we talk a little bit about a bit about something that we talked about, which is why is it tough to criticize trans artists? Why can that be tough, especially as trans people, if we have criticisms? Yeah.
1: Um, I mean, for, I, I think it goes back to the, you know, it always goes back to the fact of trans people are underemployed, oppressed, um, you know, we are able to get fired just for being trans in, I want to say, 37 states or something astronomical like that. It's more, it's more than it should be. It's more, it's, yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean. it's way more than it should be. And um, so it's hard to critique in a negative way when mm. people are employing trans people. It's mm-hmm. hard to not like something when you're employing that many trans people. Yeah. Um, that really is is one of the bigger the bigger things for me. It's, you know, it's it's really hard to kind of hate on it
2: because mm-hmm. of that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Well, how do you feel about that? Cuz I I feel very much the same way. And the other the other thing that I find tough about being able to criticize is that like if we criticize pieces that are helmed by trans folks, because there aren't that many opportunities, and I don't believe that Reese is the first trans person to be able to direct something this large. No, probably not. But at the same time, he has become a very high profile person for doing that, and it is a lot of eyes on, like, this is a trans film, this is a trans filmmaker, trans, 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 trans. And if it does poorly, for any reason, it can be an excuse for a studio to be like, oh, well, that trans film didn't do well. Yeah. And so and I even think Even if it's an unbelievable
1: film, yeah. and it does amazing, it's still only going to get mm-hmm. to a certain amount of people. Yeah. Um, you know, my parents are very open, they're very liberal, and they like to say my films that I make are not their genre. Um, mm-hmm. they're, not gonna, they're not homophobic, this they're, it, they're, is not their life. Yeah. It's just not their... They're not going to get it. Um, so even when you're making a... Whenever well, you make a, a queer film it's only going to get to a certain amount of people. Hmm. Um, so it's hard enough for studios to, to sell that film. Um, so that then shit on one of the bigger ones is going to make all those ones that are already trepidatious, knowing they're not going to make lots and lots of money, they're mm-hmm. going to say, you know, it's not worth the hassle. It's not worth the hassle. And that's, yeah. and that's really mm-hmm. terrible because, like, I mean, there's plenty of movies that suck and you don't know, just cancel out heterosexuals.
2: But, you mm-hmm. know,
1: um, you know it, is, it is kind of the snowball effect.
2: That we yeah. about. Yeah. Like, and even if we look in for the past, like, decade, the mentality had always been oh, movies, action movies with women don't sell. Like, talking about cis yeah. women. Yeah. Uh, movies with cis le- cis women leads don't sell. And, and now when reality, we've seen that, yeah. Mm-hmm. In reality,
1: it's not true. Crazy Rich Asians was, like, number one in oh, God, the box yes. office. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, I mean, uh, not Wonder Woman. But what was the one? Well no. yeah, Wonder Woman. Wonder, oh, Wonder, yeah. Wonder Woman. Yeah, 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 Wonder Woman, like
2: for years, oh a a, a woman centric superhero movie would never sell. And it's just like do it right. Yeah, do it right Just like, do it right. Yeah, it right. because Catwoman existed? You, have you did you read the script for Catwoman? Like, no. Of course that was that was never gonna work. Never. Anyway. No. Um but yeah. <laughs> but yeah. exactly. Like and um like and it maybe like so, Margaret Cho had talked about how her show, when it didn't, like, take off, because it, it lasted a couple of seasons. A couple of seasons, yeah. But uh, when it didn't take off, a lot of studios had said that uh, it was because of that that they were like, oh, I don't know about an Asian lead, because well, we tried that. And it's like, you tried once. You tried once. You
1: tried once. And it was a
2: good show, too, just, well, to, just to throw it that out there. It was a good show. Yeah. And they have,
1: they have a lot of people, like, um, when you see shows like show happy ending, um, mm-hmm. they have one gay character, and, mm-hmm. and a lot of people like, but there would be more and like the studio execs were like, well, we just don't feel that like gays hang out in groups and like there's usually like one. And I was like, what? I haven't seen a straight person for weeks. Like, I'm i like, I'm, like <laughs> looking around mm-hmm. trying to find them like, heteros, where are you? You know, like, I'm like, it's not like the idea that like, mm-hmm. oh, well, there's like one in a group. It's like yeah. some studio executive decided that that's true and, mm-hmm. and it's not. And it's so ridiculous. It's like we actually hang on packs more often than not. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's so weird that they
2: deem as what's going to sell and what's mm-hmm. not. It's so bizarre. Yeah. So I think, so I think we, we've kind of handled that like on the idea of like why is it tough to criticize and it can yeah. be. I think that we're because we do have some criticisms about the movie mm-hmm. uh, which we will get to but like what are what are we what are the trappings of this genre? Like first off what would this genre be? Because as far as I know, this is a rom-com?
1: Yeah, it's listed as a comedy. Yeah. It's listed as a comedy.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I mean, it does all the, you know, the rom-com things, you know, right. of the guy kind of doing whatever, you know, he needs to do in order to woo the girl. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think uh, the whole, like, friends being involved in a relationship is very much uh, a rom-com thing. Um and kind of him, you know, the main character being goofy, like a little bit goofy so it's forgivable,
2: isn't very much a rom-com thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. like, another one that I, I had written down is just that trap, like, the, the trap of getting so. And when I say trap, I mean literally, like, because this movie is about... Because um, I don't want people to think that I'm using that as the term that gets used for trans women... But at the same time, when I'm using it in this is more like, literally a lot of these rom-coms are about that, and so it's like the trappings of that. Yeah. Just so while, I'm, while I was speaking, I was realizing, let me just further identify that. Um, but like the, the uh, trope is another word for it. But like another trope, so I'll just start using that word. Yeah. Uh, another trope would be him getting some. Like in that idea of uh, being so, yeah. obsessed with getting some. Yeah. And what I really enjoyed about this movie is it made the conscious decision to not have him have that. Have him be awkward at sex. Have him kind of come into a place where it's like, like the first thing we see is him and a girl being very awkward. Maybe they're about to do something and he kind of just is like, um, I think uh, I I should go. Yeah. And so it's like, uh, that felt very real to me. That okay. idea of, like, something that you don't see in a rom-com, because it would be like, oh, yeah, i totally do I'm it. totally Ooh, doing it, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, something's going on. No, I can't do it. Um, like, it would be like, mom, what are you doing here? In, like, a, like a American pie-style yeah, yeah. comedy. Um, whereas this one, it was what, very... What were the subtle. 90s? What were the 90s? I thought it was, like, the number yep. one. Like, they, they had like mm-hmm. four of them. Yeah. Like, w- <laughs> it's like, how much can a person have sex with a pie? Anyway, I mean, um... Uh, Back to Adam. Um, so <laughs> but but I really enjoyed that because it didn't, and it also, from what I understand, was different from the book. Again, I did not read it, okay. but like apparently in the book, he's very obsessed with sex to the point where he's like lusting after his sister. This is again like a thing that I've seen online, okay. not necessarily read. Um, and you
1: know what? I'm gonna go over
2: that first. Yeah. So, um.
1: Again, spoilers are gonna happen, um, and mm-hmm. we'll talk more about my issue with the sex club that they go to. Mm. But I gotta say, he gets to the sex club, and he sees his sister, and he doesn't automatically leave? Mm. And I'm like, bro, if I went to a sex club and I saw my sister, I'd be fucking out of there. Mm. Like, not we should all be having sex, but I don't need to see my sibling doing it. Like, mm-hmm. like I thought that was like very, like, so like, I could see where they took that from the book, yeah. and adapted it a little bit, where like, it mm. wasn't his, it wasn't an end-all for him to, like, leave like mm-hmm. i even had the idea for a second that my sister was going to get penetrated <laughs>
2: i'm out i'm out i'm, mm-hmm. I'm out that door like mm-hmm. get a girl I need to watch <laughs> like, or if they had like some sort of relationship where it was like and the point is yes adam was awkward yes adam is young um which is a thing that we should also talk about but yeah. um the like yes adam is young yes adam is awkward and i think that he they were just going on that as a like oh, okay, like, he doesn't know what to do, so he's just gonna, like, figure out a way to exist, but not, because I've I've definitely been in places not doing, not any of those places, and not to that extent, but where it's, like, maybe it's just better if I just blend in and not, like, do anything. Yeah. Oh no, it's just getting more awkward. Like, <laughs> it's and again, getting worse. Not that um, situation. Yeah. But true. I but I feel that is like a, a very human thing as far as like this is a bad decision that I'm just gonna like dig my feet into. <laughs> Which <laughs> is kind of the theme of the movie. Which is kind of the theme of the movie, honestly. <laughs> yeah. It's like, when, I, yeah. when is he gonna get out of it and he's just yep. gonna
1: keep on going, digging deeper,
2: digging deeper. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um well, let's, let's talk about that, because I know you mentioned like we're going to talk about like some of the issues. Let's, let's bring up that particular issue, because... Um, yeah, um, I mean, so a lot of people that
1: um, had an issue with Adam had an issue with more with uh, the accents that they felt were transphobic. Um, mm. My biggest issue with the film was the consent violations. Mm. Um, there's a scene where Adam, who at this point is dating a girl who thinks he's a trans man, Um, And they're in a group of lesbians, uh, and they're all talking about going to a sex club that night. Mm -hmm. Um, And they say it's an all-women's club. And the girlfriend goes, oh, well, can he come? And they were like, oh, well, it's just we don't want cisgender men gawking at lesbians. So he can come because he's trans. He goes to the party. So the minute he walks in that room, he breaks consent for every single person that's there. Well, I I've done the king community. Um, I was dating someone who ran the king parties in the, in a the mostly heterosexual realm um, that was queer friendly. And I every time I walked in, I said I'm giving my permission to these people seeing me naked, mm. the people that bought tickets to that event, the people that have listed who they are and have said and have been you know vetted and have been let in. So the minute someone comes in that's not in that realm, you're breaking those people's consent. Mm. So when he walks in, and he does exactly what the girls say not to do, like I, we don't want cisgender men there gawking at lesbians, he might not, you don't see him gawking at lesbians, but he's in a room of that he shouldn't be in. Mm. And that automatically breaks consent. I've gone to women parties where um, it's, everyone's invited as long as they're not a cis man. Um, and if a cis man were to walk into that room, I would have been in insanely enraged. Mm. Um, you're breaking everyone's consent, and they kind of romanticized it mm. um, too much. Like it's never brought up later on when his girlfriend really realizes that he's he's cis. She doesn't even get mad about it. Like, hey, mm. you broke all of my friend's consent. Mm. You know, um, and that's really my biggest problem with uh, the movie is is the consent violations that happens there. It also happens Regardless if during the film you realize that the at the end the gar- the girlfriend lesbian states, Oh, I knew you weren't uh trans, um, but I'm coming to deal with my bisexuality. Regardless if she was okay with it, he was still fucking her, mm. saying he was a trans man. Mm-hmm. And that's a consent violation, regardless if she knew or not. Like mm. You have to be honest, or it's dishonest sex, and that's breaking consent.
2: Well, here's... In my opinion. The only the only challenge I would give to that is... And I don't know if the movie necessarily was able to convey this, but I think based on a lot of the the themes that they were going with, the question is, is that if the role was reversed? If it was... A trans person having sex with I a cis think, person. And I know that, like, and I'm not necessarily saying that because I agree with that, but I, I see that as the germ of what they were um, going through. I would
1: say mm-hmm. it's it's definitely different only because mm. he was, cu- like, as if you're with someone that's trans, yes yeah. pre-op. You're mm-hmm. going to know pretty quickly. <laughs> you're going to figure that out. Um, he was literally putting a strap on over his penis. Mm. To hide his genitalia, right. it was a full-blown lie. Whereas, like trans women and trans men, after surgery, if they have mm. surgery, they're not lying about what's in their pants. It, it, right. It's not—it's what's actually in their pants now, mm. as opposed to like I'm going to put on this strap-on and hide my genitalia, and mm. I, it's fine. Not talking about it, but to pretend mm. that you don't have it, mm. to me is a is a lie. Um, mm. Again. Once, I don't think you need to disclose your transness on dates, I don't think, mm. but I, I think before, you know, before you have sex, like, mm. I would want to know if a trans woman was trans, um, because I also just want to know the jacket hey, I'm going to bed with. Mm. I want to make sure that, that night or afternoon delight, whatever, mm. uh, is mutually fun and, and sexy and romantic for both of us, mm. and, you know, for me, I want to know just, I don't care. I mm. want to know just because I want to get in my head what I'm gonna do to please this person better, mm. based on the am I you know the negotiations that you have with trans people are you okay if I touch you there are you okay with this part of your body being caressed mm. do you want me to ignore any parts of you um, I think it's a lot different than a cis man that's never had to deal with any of that mm. lying and putting on a strap on and pretending. Which was another issue I had with the film. Um, the first time they have sex, he straps on and he comes, he finishes before her mm. and then you never see him start to have sex with her again.
2: Mm.
1: And I'm like, so we're not romanticizing this man trans or cis not satisfying a woman. Mm. Like it's all about him getting off. Mm. And like that also annoyed the shit out of me. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm like, she's just laying it. And she was so
2: okay with it. And I'm like, Well, I think think that her being okay with it, and again, this is us talking about spoilers, Um, I think her being okay with it was part of her realizing that he was a cis man. Yeah. Uh, But at the same time, and that's also why I think it's complicated because if you knew that going in, like if you, like if, if AJ knew that going in, uh, if we knew the conceit, it might have been a very different movie. Yeah. Like, I wonder. They but also, at the same yeah. time, like, yeah, like, the, the twist uh, the twist was, I knew you were cis, as opposed to the twist, the twist being, like, it turns out I was trans the whole time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, So I thought that was a very interesting sort of subversion that they were trying to go for. Yeah. And I think that's sort of what I really did like about this movie, as much okay. as there are a lot of issues and there are a lot of things that that, that are being brought up that are very real, very uh are very real arguments that are true and that I don't disagree with, but at the same time, I think I liked what they were trying to achieve. Fair, yeah, no, that's fair. Yeah. I think I, I the same thing, like I think that I, I enjoyed what mm-hmm. they were trying to,
1: to achieve. I just don't mm-hmm. think it got there for me.
2: Yeah.
1: Um I will say I had a big problem with like mm-hmm. regardless if she knew or not, um romanticising a liar yeah. was really upsetting for me. Um mm-hmm. At one point, he's watching uh, YouTube videos about other the trans mm-hmm. people and he's not... I never felt like he was trying to educate himself on trans issues. I felt yeah. like he was practicing being a better liar. Yeah. So like, to me, it was like, oh, maybe he's not... Le- no, he's not mm-hmm. He's not learning. He's just being a better liar. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think in 2019, like, mm-hmm. maybe we shouldn't be mm-hmm. romanticizing the manipulation of, of women just so, like, another cis, white, straight man could fuck. Yeah. Um, and uh, the other issue with the my, with the film was if it would have come out a little bit earlier than the last five minutes, mm. with all these like revelations, um, like you know, uh, the fact that she knew he was his. If mm-hmm. she would have said that just a half an hour, like mm. before the end, but it's literally five minutes before the end. Mm. So you have a hundred and you know twenty five minutes of or, or eighty five minutes of lying, and then five minutes of. Redemption and I don't feel like the five minutes a redemption redeems him enough.
2: Yeah, I I don't think it necessarily was trying to redeem him as much as. And this is what I, I found very complicated, and that I actually really. What turned the movie into, yeah, I really like this. Like, admit yeah. it, I liked it. Yeah, no, no. Um, But yeah, like, was that, yeah, she is this lesbian icon. Yeah. People come up to her. Like, the, the person that he's with was. A person that took a woman to the prom and it was like a whole thing and now she's like people come up to her and they're like oh my gosh I saw your picture I have it I, I cut it out of the newspaper. This was 2006 the movie yeah. takes place in 2006. So it, it was just this whole thing of like her possibly being even okay with being with a man cis or trans yeah was still a very like ah oh no like this idea of her dealing with her identity as a lesbian. Yeah, yeah. And that was fascinating and yes like it but it also made sense that it took so long for her to kind of get to that point of being okay with it. Okay. That I was like that that's sort of where I was like Oh, that's a really good turn because especially because I know when we talked about it because I asked you because you had seen it before I did it yeah and I had asked you sort of like to, to tell me the the spoilers because it's like nope let me know what I'm walking into great walking yeah into from my um, state. <laughs> and like the way the way it was portrayed was like oh you know she just like yells oh I'm a bisexual and then it's done and it's like wait what <laughs> and I thought like I thought and then it's done was literally like the end but then oh. we're kind of jumping we're kind of jumping topics and I'm okay with that but the ending uh, was all about him and Ethan. It was all about him and Ethan. Who you don't know is trans. Yeah, so Ethan who, is yeah. the roommate of mm-hmm. Adam's lesbian
1: sister. Um, and during the movie you see him giving advice, girl advice to Adam. Um, and you see him with a shirt off. And I'm like, mm-hmm. God bless that t- top surgeon. God <laughs> damn. I'm like, there was no scars. It was... you would, In my opinion, I... Uh, was flabbergasted when mm-hmm. i i did beat him and and you sent me like oh there's yeah. a translate
2: like because uh, we weren't sure we were like is this a cis man portraying a trans no they like why they wouldn't do that to us would yeah, they yeah but it was just like yeah no great yeah and sure. that's not to say that also sorry i don't mean to interrupt but that's also not to say that like just because you were passing means that you're any more valid or any better like, but at the same time god bless him yeah i was like, like yeah. well i mean as someone
1: mm-hmm. that wants to get top surgery like mm-hmm. seeing someone with That perfect chest area was like, oh my, oh my, wow, (laughs) wow, Um, yeah. So it really so Ethan kind of mentors him throughout the film, um, which you you give a lot of forgiveness. Um, I (laughs) I really do. (laughs) I literally cut someone (laughs) off yesterday because they're friends with someone that's transphobic, and I was Mm -hmm. like, I have no room for you in my life, (laughs) like. You know, when there's nine Nazis at a table, and you sit down, there's now ten Nazis at the table. Mm-hmm. Like, so if you're a friend of someone that's transphobic, that's good enough for me to cancel you out. Yeah. Um, So,
2: like, I, I do have a lot more of a cutthroat <laughs> than you yeah. do. Um, but I will say... Well, like, even then, some people would say that I am a lot easier to cut people out of my life for transphobia as well uh, than, than even you are. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> so, I think it depends. But, yeah, well, so, sorry, so I'll stop So, Ethan, so... Mm-hmm. Essentially,
1: um, Ethan meets up with Adam at the end of the film Mm -hmm. to uh, Kind of discuss
2: um, the fact that Ethan's trans or or their friendship Well, here's the thing, and I'm sorry, like I don't think, but like The reason I, like and again, like this was all leading up to why I love it Mm -hmm. and because it was them talking to Adam, like his sister and his sister's roommate who was kind of really interested in the sister um, And they were like, look if this person is that important to you. So, like, he pisses off Ethan. All right, let's 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 go chronologically, because that's the only way that that's going to work, as far as, like, why Ethan even revealed that he was trans. Because the whole thing, he's helping out Adam. He doesn't know a lot of the specifics. He just knows that Adam's really nervous about, like, dating this girl. So he's like, here, take the shirt. Try it on. All right, let's fix your hair. All right, let's do these things. Yeah, no. You're looking good, bud. Yeah. And... I'm kind of seeing this as, oh, Ethan's attractive. Oh, now Adam's going to have to deal with, like, a cis-gay dude. Yeah. And then it was just like, then his good friend from high school comes out and just starts, basically they see a news story of a trans woman who was murdered. And they have, I think anybody who's listening to this will know what I'm talking about when I say that conversation, where... Someone inevitably says some bullshit about like oh well you know he uh, I'm not gonna misgender, but the, the 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 good friend from home misgenders and says that that person uh, was tricking the person that they were sleeping with uh, that she was sleeping with and and the normal the normal like yeah you know I'm not saying that
1: she should have been killed he he says he I'm not saying yeah. he should have been killed but. Like you would be mad,
2: right? And it's just like, okay, like how we have, we've yeah. all had that conversation. Yeah. Like, and throughout that whole thing, Ethan is fuming. And you can tell like Ethan's quietly just there and they're doing and this is another thing I really liked what Reese did was like literally got it to the point that the argument was directly over Ethan. Yeah. And so it when Ethan was And then finally Ethan just kinda goes Well, I don't tell anybody when I have sex with them. And it's just like What are you talking about it's just like oh shit yeah he's he's really an amazing character yeah Uh, so yeah but then at that point because adam doesn't defend ethan ethan cuts adam out like even though they're living in the same space ethan's just like no and good for ethan ethan did cut him out yeah and at the end after he and the—I can't remember her name for the life of me—the uh, the love interest. Um, basically, he and her say like, "All right, well, I guess we're done." Okay. And then Adam's very upset, and they're talking to him, the sister, and the the, the other roommate, and they're like, "Look, if this person is that important to you, it's worth pursuing." It's worth pursuing. Yeah. And you've heard this in a billion rom-coms, like a billion in five. Yeah. It's like, you know, you're leaving tomorrow. Go, go, Go stop that plane. Do whatever you need to. Buy all the flowers and throw them at the... Like, like, you've seen this rom-com. Yeah. And he goes to Ethan. And he goes to Ethan. And I'm tearing up because that got me. Like, sorry, but, like, that got me. Like, just the fact that it wasn't about the love that he... Like, it wasn't about this, like, hypothetical, like, oh, it's, like, that... For all that was happening, there were there are prob- it's very problematic. But at the same time, who he went to was Ethan. Yeah, yeah.
1: And I mean, I think that's the, the big thing with the film. It's, there's a lot of things that you can love about this film. Like there's a lot, like a lot of things that you can love about the film. I love the Ethan character. I love that mm-hmm. he was trying to educate. Um, but again, like talking about how like I'm cutthroat. Like at the end, like mm-hmm. he goes and he meets with Ethan. And Ethan's like, so you used an oppressed group, you pretended yeah. to be an gr- oppressed group of people in order to get laid. And he gets mad for like a second stands up and Adam apologizes and he sits back down. And I'm like, I just loved Ethan so much that I don't feel as a person he would have been so forgiving to that. Like, mm. to me, that like, as, as much as I would hope Ethan would ed- want to educate, there's also a line that was crossed there that yeah. I was like, I don't know if he needs to educate that much. Yeah. Like, there's a point where, like, if you came up, if a man came up to me that I was friends with who I enjoyed, and I found out he was lying to a cis woman this whole time and pretending, not lying for safety reasons, we Mm -hmm. lie because of safety. We lie. We don't disclose. Let's let's clarify on that. We don't disclose the the whole lie that they say we do. Yeah. Um, We don't disclose because of safety reasons. Yep. He didn't disclose because he wanted to get laid. Um, And and the idea of Ethan forgiving so Mm -hmm. fast. Um, kind of was like, no, give him more shit. Mm. And again, it was like the last five minutes from when I was like, like I would've been so much more angry. Mm. I would've been like, I would've, I would've been infuriated. I would've been like, you literally used my fucking struggle to get late. Mm. Like, that to me is something I wouldn't be able to give. And again, I don't know mm. if, if there was an Adam part two, if there would be friends, or if this was just mm. a... Let me sit down and, and kind of close this film up nicely and wrap it up. Um, but I would have been infuriated. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't have been able to listen. I wouldn't have been able to listen. And maybe that's me, and maybe that's my one of my issues. Um, mm-hmm. But the minute he sat back down, I lost my love for the character, Ethan. Because mm-hmm. I was just like, no, bro, be pissed. Like mm-hmm. You do have the right to be pissed. Like This guy's... Again, it's 2006, but mm-hmm. I mean, there was just uh, a model who lied, mm-hmm. she lied about being a trans woman to get, to get, uh, oh, put in Oh, I magazine do
2: remember hearing
1: about and that, I'm that. Like, yeah, 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 that infuriated mm-hmm. the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. I can't even imagine being in Ethan's position yeah. and not attacking this person. Mm-hmm. Right or wrong, violence is wrong, mm. I don't know if someone said to me, I pretend to be trans so I can sleep with this girl, or because yeah. I like this girl and I want her to like me, whatever the reasons are, I would have been flipping that fucking table. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and that's kind of. I felt like Adam didn't. Nobody really gave Adam the shit he deserved to get. Yeah. Um, was my my bigger problem. Because mm-hmm. of the consent violations. Mm-hmm. Now, again, the trans, transphobic stuff, which we haven't even got into,
2: is a whole right. other whole other thing. <laughs> <laughs> there's, yeah, there, there, ugh, this is, this is a very long conversation. I, I actually, I, I did not expect, I knew it would be, but at the same time, I was just like, yeah, no. this, like, there's, there's a lot. The other, and I may be splitting hairs, uh, absolutely, and that might be a thing that is just like, oh, you're focusing on the wrong thing, Actually, I don't or know if he was necessarily, well, but yeah, but like, I'm, I'm just saying, like, when, when I state this, because I, because I know you mentioned, like, oh, yeah, he just wanted to get laid. I think that they, and again, like, I have no insider knowledge, but I think that they were trying to make him not seem like he was just trying to get laid. But it's still, that doesn't necessarily make it better. Yeah, I think that that they really that were better.
1: trying to do a whole, like, he's in love with her, but almost like yeah. he's 17 or 18 mm-hmm. in the film. Yeah. Um, I and, like, think they
2: like, kind of confirmed that he's on the cusp of 18, just to make it, like, if he's not completely 18, but, like... That, like that a whole, was a whole it's other, legal other thing. In New
1: York yeah. at 17, So they kind of mm-hmm. like put that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think yeah, I think that mm-hmm. they really were trying to to give to make you see Adam's point of view. Mm-hmm. And maybe if I was a little younger and mm-hmm. I was not interested in in taking the the maybe not verbal no from a girl, but mm-hmm. the I identify as a lesbian mm-hmm. it's good enough for me to say yeah. I'm not gonna hit on that person. Yeah. Um, because that is still. Which sucks still- because like there's so many lesbians that that have been attracted to me who unlike I would date but like you know then there's ones that like I do enjoy and I'm like well I'm not gonna mm-hmm. try to cross that line because they were very clear on the fact that they're lesbians and I'm very mm-hmm. clear that I identify as a boy so like or a man what depends on the day um, <laughs> uh, you know so like if they if they then want to hit on me yeah great um, mm-hmm. I won't hit on them yeah. because I feel like that is breaking their trust. Maybe Mm -hmm. not consent, but breaking their trust. Um, So, and that goes into Mm -hmm. the whole romanticizing um, the consent violations for me. Uh, And I think, you know, I also watched it two weeks after my consent was violated. Mm -hmm. Um, So, in a uh, non-violent way, but in a way of, I told someone many, 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 many times that I only Mm -hmm. see them as a friend. and then they slept over and they were supposed to sleep on the couch, but there was already something on the couch, so we were going to sleep in the bed together. Mm-hmm. And they literally tapped me on the shoulder for 15 minutes until I turned around and fucked them. Because um, I felt at that point I was so pressured into it that mm-hmm. I'm going to do this. Um, well, thank so, you for well, sharing that. Yeah, no, and, yeah, and listen, like, it, it's, I'm strong enough, I'm mm-hmm. lucky enough to be strong enough and, and mm-hmm. mentally healthy enough to disclose that. Yeah. So maybe watching the film is also coming from something that was so fresh, it was the first time which is like shocking, the fact that I did identify as a woman for like 25 years and it was the first time my consent was violated Mm. is kind of amazing which is shitty that that's kind of amazing but that's a whole other (laughs) (laughs) toxic masculinity is terrible, blah blah Um, with the fact that I was about 25 25 years as a woman and didn't get sexually assaulted was sadly a good one Um, (laughs) um, so like it could have also been I was watching Mm. this film literally two weeks after that happened uh, Mm -hmm. that I was a little bit more angry about it. I might have watched Mm -hmm. it with a little bit of angrier eyes. Um, But at the same point, like, it is a 17 or 18 year old Mm -hmm. boy and we've how many Mm -hmm. movies do we need to watch or how many times in our life do we have to watch a cisgender straight white man manipulating the situation to get what he wants. Regardless if he wants it for pure reasons or shitty reasons, Mm -hmm. he's still manipulating the situation to get what he wants.
2: Yeah, and I think, unfortunately, no matter what, that is the concept of the movie, that is the conceit of the movie. Yeah. And you kind of have to be... I don't want to say you have to be okay with that, because that's not a completely true statement, but you kind of have to be okay with watching a story like that. Yeah. But at the same time, those stories have existed for systems for I a don't... very long time. Yeah. Does that mean that we need that type of story? I'm not saying that we do, but at the same time, like... I've seen a billion of them from sister stories, so it's just like, all right, yeah, let's see a couple of And that's why I don't support, you know,
1: there's Mm -hmm. multiple reasons I don't support the boycott. One, it's like, there are anti-heroes. There are millions of movies that are made based on an anti-hero. Like, Mm -hmm. nobody loves Walter White from Breaking Bad. He's a fucking, I mean, yeah, yeah, the first season, you might like him Mm -hmm. and see what he's at. But once he gets over the money hump, and he's just dealing meth, like, I still love the show. I didn't like him. Yeah. But I hated to hate. I I loved hating him. Mm -hmm. Um, So it really depends on your type of movie, your type of genre. Um, You know, I don't believe in the boycott just because it's what certain people don't deem worthy or deem good enough or deem, some people are saying it's transphobic and not looking at um, the year that it was supposed to take place. Mm. um, Which is Mm. really one of the bigger things I've had an issue with, is Mm. trans people being like, well, trans people, lesbians don't date trans men. And I'm like, it was based in 2006, and our language is a lot different. Like, mm-hmm. we might, they even used the word cisgender at one point in the film. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't, it might have, st- obviously cis is a Latin root, cis was around, but it wasn't like your everyday
2: talk. It wasn't. I'm okay with that kind of revisionism, but yeah, no, but I'd I But also have to look at that because I'm not sure because 2006 was 13 years, years, ago. Ago. So, years ago, so I don't know, you know, I know it's been like, in use because I know like I did a lot of research on the root of the word and the root like Cisgender specifically has been around at least since the 70s. Yeah, but in popular use, I don't know In popular don't use don't in,
1: in your daily mm-hmm. in your in your household terms mm-hmm. like you know, uh, you know, so you know, and so there was things like that in the film that also kind of felt. Uh, oh, so so the point of that being is, um, words were different. Um, maybe those words were around. I'm mm-hmm. sure. So, you know, I don't know if pansexual was around at that point. I don't know if cisgender was used. I know it was around, but I don't know if it was used a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, definitely not. In my circles, I grew up in New York, and mm-hmm. I never heard that word until like six years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe, maybe even less than that. Um, you know, so the idea of all, all these people getting mad that like it's transphobic to say a lesbian mm. is getting a trans person. Put yourself in two thousand six. Yeah. Um and, and mm. open up your mind to the fact that like the language was not there for everybody. Mm. Um I mean, you know, the the terminologies of pansexual or identifying with something that was outside of just the, the four letters that we had, which is LGBT mm. um at the time. Uh you know, um, I think we have to remember that and not watch this movie getting mad at the fact that in 2019 it sounds shitty to say a lesbian is dating a trans man um, whereas in 2006
2: we might not have had the verbiage to make that sound better. Well, and I think also just within queer communities it was very not mixed, but at the same time I feel like I feel like there was a mixture of a lot of different people and I feel like a lot of, very much as like people are sort of like, oh, you know, like i trying to figure out my identity as a lesbian, my identity as uh, like a gay man, my identity as, etc. etc. et, cetera, et cetera. Um, dating a lot of different people and not necessarily knowing, I don't want to say not necessarily knowing that there's a difference, but at the same time like meeting people and just being attracted to the person, But having that label. But having that label, yeah. And it is a thing where it's just like, I think that that's a very real thing is like, I'm attracted to this person, but I've had this label for a very long time. And I don't know. And that's why I kind of really appreciated, I am a horrible human being. The main (laughs) female character in the movie. That's right. Her, like, her journey. Her journey, yeah. Because so much of that was the, like, I think I'm okay dating a trans man if that's okay if that's okay for me to say type of like conversation that she had, and as much as that was also met with a lot of other problematic things, as is just the story. Yeah. Uh, but her journey of maybe it's okay that I'm bisexual even though I've been using the term lesbian for such a long time, a long time. and I've been like a lesbian like. A person that people look up to as a lesbian. Yeah. Um, But yeah, there's so much. This is why I really like this movie. Also, though, is because it's very complicated. It's very complicated. Like it's. I think. I think you need to know a lot of the issues that you are going to have with it. But I also don't want people to force themselves to go see a movie that they a will have to pay money for. That they will. Know that they can't get past a lot of the the, yeah. the issues. I mean, and there me, are like, issues. it was
1: hard if mm-hmm. once he breaks the consent of going into the sex club. Mm-hmm. It was very. If I wasn't watching it for the New York Times, I yeah. probably would have turned it off at that point. It's but it's all our our world of, mm-hmm. of what of what is okay for us individually. Mm-hmm. If you're not in the king community, you might not have even noticed that that was a consent violation. Yeah. If you're not, if, you know, if you're not, you know. Again, in that community, you, you mm-hmm. might not see these things as a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas for me, it was like, I was so... When you get into the kid community, you're so trained on what's okay and what's mm-hmm. not. Negotiations and, and compromises and talking about, you know, those things. Um, maybe I would have not minded it as much. Mm-hmm. Um, the the labeling of lesbians versus bisexual versus pansexual versus, yeah. you know, that stuff didn't bother me. It, it mm-hmm. felt very much like these are young kids. Also, the cast is very young. Yeah. So, like, well, like, I felt like they're all kind of figuring themselves out. Mm. Um, so, like, the the things that people were saying as transphobic about the film didn't bother me because I was like, oh, it's a coming-of-age film for kids in college that mm. are, you know, fucking everything. They're in college. Mm. <laughs> like, mm. as they should be, you know, and figuring out what they like and what they don't. And, yeah. you know, um, which was kind of fun. Um, the sister, actually, uh, one of the things I did love about the film is the sister gays mm-hmm. a trans woman, and mm-hmm. it is a non-issue. It is a yep. non, it is a, this is a woman, and I, I, I like her because she's a woman, and it was sexual, and it was hot, and it was sexy, mm-hmm. and it was it was done in a way that was like very lesbian, affirming for trans women, mm-hmm. which was very nice, especially considering, well, like two weeks ago, well, not even, like a week ago, an actor came out and said, And I get it. Thank you, cis allies for trying Mm. to be good. But he said he's trans-attracted.
2: Did you read his article? I I heard a little bit about this. I've also heard there have been things that have come up that I have not done enough research to...
1: No, but apparently, yeah. So essentially, this
2: actor who who was trying to do the right thing,
1: and and I will Mm -hmm. give him that, Um, but he's like, there's nothing wrong with being attracted to trans people. I'm trans-attracted. And I was like, "Mm, no, you're straight. Um, because trans women are women, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know. But again, like uh, you know, I think I think that's kind of why, mm. like I kind of love that even more now about Adam is because mm. now, after I saw that movie, we have this this actor saying trans attracted, and taking away from the heterosexualness of being attracted to a trans woman yeah. as a man, um, and having that mm. in the film was very mm. nice. Like having mm. a lesbian attracted to a lesbian. Um, who happens to be trans was very, very nice and organic and real
2: uh, to me. Well, there was there was also like a mini plot in that that I don't know if you, it was just so quick that I don't even know if uh, it was picked up by a lot of people. The sister who is the the person we're talking about, who is sis, who uh, who started like seeing a number of different trans people, she got called she got called a chaser. Oh, there was I didn't like, hear that. Yeah, the, okay. so the thing is, it's an unreliable narrator because it was the roommate who was attracted to her who said, Oh, well, people are saying that you're becoming a chaser now. It's like, What? Oh, Who's saying? Yeah, no, it's, I'm not, I'm just, it's what I'm hearing. And also I hate, and it, I like, hate the T word,
1: but if you're going to make a movie in 2006, mm-hmm. they also already used the T word at the beginning of the movie. Yep. This one, the throwaway actor says,
2: I love Tranny Dick. Mm. Oh, mm. that's right. Mm. That that was a whole. Woo, yeah, we woo. didn't even talk about this. <laughs> yeah, such so an
1: unnecessary scene, and I scene is so upsetting tonight. I um, think, <laughs> yeah. but they've Ooh. already said they said mm-hmm. the word, the T word mm-hmm. in the first ten minutes of the film, yeah. and then later on, like if you've already said it, in this instead of saying chaser, I think it was the. Well, T because word now
2: the term chaser has been used as just without the the other word. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just assumed, but even then, like I think a lot of that was to. A, prep the audience of like, hey, these are some words that we might be throwing around and let's cut that a little bit. We don't necessarily need to use it anymore. Fair. You know that this I feel is like a thing. You know that this is supposed it. to be a very complicated yeah. like, ah! Yeah.
1: Like, yep. But like, again, like, if you're making, mm-hmm. for me, it's like, then don't put it in 2006. Yeah. Put it in 2019 and mm-hmm. then just take away the world together. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, like, for me, I, I didn't feel yeah. like it was necessary mm-hmm. to be in 2006. Well, like, I, I felt mm-hmm. like, it gave it, I don't know, it, mm-hmm. that, that part, you know, but I live in Brooklyn and there mm-hmm. were a lot of issues with the rent prices that they were charging in the movie that weren't uh, equivalent <laughs> to 2006, so like I have a little bit of <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but,
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> I was like, no one was paying a thousand New dollars. New York's always movie. been, New
2: York's always been expensive, so, uh, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, right. you know, so like for me, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I definitely missed, I missed that, um, mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't feel like her, her representing the movie. I mean, she dates mm-hmm. a, a non-binary person in the film. Mm-hmm. Um, She's a trans woman in the film, and then it's told the when she had sex with her, her cisgender roommate. So like, there was there a lot more sex that the sister was having that I missed. At, it like was that specifically was
2: because she was in like some sort of relationship, physical relationship with the. Uh, with the person that she was with in the beginning. I can't remember how they identified, uh, whether it was he or they. I believe it was he. Um, I believe it was he. Yeah. But again,
1: 2006... I felt like it would give us yeah. a lot of non-binary rules. And relevance. then, which is good,
2: but at the same time, like, because the, they existed, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, like, I, I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. it took um, a lot more courage to come but, out in 2006 as yeah. non-binary
1: than 2019. Like,
2: uh, but anyway, like, so, and again, like, I feel, feel like even if, like, yeah, this is some revisionism that I'm happy with, because uh, it's a 2019 audience. Yeah. But um, the, because immediately from him, she immediately starts going after, like, the, the prominent, like, BDSM uh, activist. Okay. And especially because he was there for that, he was noticing that, like, that she was flirting with her, and so there is, again, it's an unreliable narrator because it's, yeah. it's the, it's the, it's the cis roommate, or the queer, I don't think we ever find out how the roommate identifies, um... So I, I don't like, know that so, I necessarily want to sit and say cis, but at the same time, like, I feel the like, queer, the queer roommate. Yeah, I know, uh, I feel like the rest of the
1: actors that were in the main mm-hmm. storylines announced their gender. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the ones that sadly cis people don't have to announce their gender. Yeah. Um, is why I always kind of mm-hmm. identified that character, her, as, as, as a mm-hmm. cis woman.
2: Yeah. Um, and even then, it's been so long that I've forgotten what pronouns they were using for It her. was she and her. It definitely oh, okay. Was her. Yeah, okay. Yeah. okay. Um, but yeah, so with with that character, it's just like you know, it was that character saying that after uh, she was flirting in front of both her as well as uh, the roommate or the sister's ex. Right. So it's like, oh, are you just saying that so that you don't pursue? That like, what is what is this? Like, what is this mini storyline? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that I thought was interesting. Yeah, which kind of um, sucks. It's like if you date yeah. two trans people who are this on a chaser, it's like Yeah. two. Which again, two? like two? That's, <laughs> that's two more than a lot of cis writers will have a character date in a movie. So, yeah. but that's yeah, um.
0: is it transphobic? Was produced, edited, and coordinated by Ashley Lauren Rogers.
2: The Is It Transphobic logo was created by Phoenix Sweeney, and you can see more of their work at tinylionroars.github.io.
0: The original music you heard was all created by Vivian Aladrin, who you can find on Bandcamp at vivianaladrin.bandcamp.com.